This is the podcast. That sounds funny. And we are your funny hosts. Ah! <laughs> well, we like to think so. Uh, hey, it is the, the week of uh, September 20th. Hey, tomorrow, the first day of fall. Uh, season 2, show 46, episode 98. Uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are... Terry <laughs> and Jill, so, you sound so excited, you. Terry. <laughs> so excited, but yeah, first day of fall is tomorrow. By the time people listen to this, it'll be maybe today or yesterday. <laughs> it's supposed to be 98 degrees today and 74 for a high tomorrow. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, I've noticed whenever we get rec- recording with this, I'm pretty sure I've been saying the wrong episode number. But I, I know on my, when, by the time it gets posted, it's usually corrected with the right number. But today actually is uh, episode, uh, what did I say, 98? Two more episodes and we'll get 100. Yeah. Rolling up here pretty fast. Yeah. Um, but we'd like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? Could be a classic family story, something happening recently, something funny, hopefully. Um, I just heard this morning, and up in Jill's neck of the woods in Godfrey, Illinois, they have a, a corn maze mm-hmm. up there. And Eckert's? And Godfrey. Huh. Is Eckert's in Godfrey? I don't know. Probably. And they didn't have enough corn stalks to complete the maze. Oh. So they're using hemp. Ooh, hemp stocks, huh? So now there are probably a lot of people show up with some. <laughs> with How can you smoking my maze, man? Don't be smoking the maze. You big old puff of smoke out in the middle. I don't know. I haven't heard that, don't, but that's interesting. Don't light my maze on fire. That's bad. It costs seven dollars to get in for adults. Hmm. See, I thought, you know, I always pictured the mazes, like I did a story about those mazes. I always thought, I always remember the mazes being like made out of bundles of hay. or yes, you know. hay bales, you know. That's how lashes would do it. Right, it's like, that's how I always thought it would be, you know. That's, and then I guess that's harder for kids to break through if they get lost. <laughs> yeah, that was for little kids. They got to where they quit putting the top on it. I guess too many kids would go in and get freaked out or couldn't find out how to get out. So, uh. so I know when my daughter took her kids, they it was just the maze without the top on it, the roof. Hmm. You know, well, you can stand up and look around, I guess. Yeah, your kids could go in without the adults maybe and watch. And there's my kid. They ain't lost. <laughs> look, you're right <laughs> there. You get confused, you just crawl mm-hmm. over the bales. Yeah. Crawl your way out. Tie a little uh, helium balloon uh, to their arm. I would think that you put a piece of canvas over it just to have, you know, a roof on it, but you know, that way you still crawl if you had to. Put a little balloon. They usually made them pretty tall where it's, what, three or no. four bales high. 
I have something that's actually happened a few weeks ago, but I forgot to write it down, but I happened to think of it. My youngest son is has a fiance and she has, I think, four kids. And well, two of the, the middle two are twins and they're identical twins. And if you don't really know them that well, I guess you can't, it's hard to tell them apart because they look that close together. Huh. Now, I remember one time they came up to me and said, you know which one we are? I'm like, I, I can't tell you all look alike to me. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're twins or not, I know. You all look alike. But anyway, uh, they're, they're preschool age. And they were out on the preschool playground. And the one girl falls on the playground and does a face plan. Oh. So now you can tell them apart. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think my ass is probably healed up, though. Where I, I yeah. Know. Go ahead, strong man. Beat me up. Throw me in the gutter and walk away. I thought that was, that was an interesting way to tell them apart. Or just punch one in the face, you know. Wait till one of them loses their front teeth and the other one doesn't or something. Yeah, yeah I got a set of twins. My oldest daughter's new husband has twins, but they're not identical. But I can't tell them apart either. They sound alike. And yeah. So well, I'm not around them an awful lot. And I mean, yeah, if you hear the kids talking, I mean, you can tell they're all different kids. But I, I wouldn't say that they sound entirely exactly alike but I, I guess they really do look alike hmm. but nate says you know if you when, when even with living with them uh whenever they're together you can tell them apart but if you just get one at a time it can be a little difficult sometimes. yeah it seems like they'd have their own personalities or their own you know something sticks out the way they talk or something yeah. does she have step twins Step twins. Well, they're her her daughters. These are my step twins. My son's step twins. Yeah. Yeah, but Jill said that somebody had twins. My oldest daughter oh. has her new husband has Mandy has step twins. These are my step twins. Oh, I love your daughters. So are they twins? They're my step twins. Oh, they're triplets. Ah. Anyway, does Jill have anything in particular? I can't think of anything funny that's happened around here this week. Nothing funny. Nothing funny going on. Just watching movies. We watched the show called In the Dark. I was telling Terry, it's a it's on Netflix. It's about this blind girl that supposedly in Chicago, there's a guiding hope, I think it's called Guide Dog School, which of course, if you're blind, you know there really isn't one of those. But uh, she has to go and solve crimes. I think they're up to episode or season five, I mean. <laughs> and yeah, we watched. Is, as far as I know, there's no guide dog school in Chicago. There is one around Detroit, there in Rochester Hills. Yeah. And and I don't have... know if the woman's really blind or not. I. Ask George if they show her name on there and it's going to try to Google her or something. And because I don't yeah, know if she's really times, blind or not. A lot of times on TV movies, the, the actress or actor, they're, they're, they really can see. They're really not disabled. <laughs> they just play one on TV. That's all. Yeah. But and, that's, and that's fine. I mean, that, uh, that's why they're called actors. You know, they're acting. The right. I don't see why they don't, why, an actual blind person couldn't 
Yeah, I mean, they were taking audition. We need yeah. blind people here. Yeah, you know, that'll be interesting if they did. I, I know there was a cartoon. Wow, back in the nineties, I think, and they had a blind lady who was one of the characters. Hmm. She would do the voiceover. You know, read the the, the part of the, the cartoon character. Cannot oh. remember what the name of the cartoon was so anymore. Daredevil. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a kids, <laughs> a kids cartoon. Yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. Oh, who goes there? Or advance and be ready. Come in. Anyway, we could move on to our random topic. Yeah. What is it, random? What? What is That's random? Spin the wheel. The other week, uh, I th- I thought we had six, and my, my notes weren't updated, so I said we only had five, and so we substituted it. Well, five is made-up movie reviews, but I'm going to substitute number six, because <laughs> we were supposed to do that the other week, and we didn't do it. Uh, number six is called Guess the Year. Ad lib. Guess hmm? the Year, okay. And so I'm going to ask a few questions and based on the questions or the statements I make, you have to guess what year these events took place in. Ready? Do we have to get spot on or can we be off by a hundred years? <laughs> yeah, well, no. <laughs> and, I'll, I'll, and I'll tell you the years that, I'm, that I've selected are years that we were all alive for and should have <laughs> memories of. That makes it harder. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the United States invades Panama to get General Noriega. Uh, I know you're going to know this one, but it's probably in 1974. Seventy four. I'm just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> 1983. No, no, you're both a little wrong on that one. I know. <laughs> Let's see. Next one. You take a guess. Wait a minute. We're not going to hear the answer? <laughs> huh? What year did it happen? You have to guess. I'm going to ask you some more questions. Oh. Um, the first McDonald's in Moscow, Russia opens in this year. All these things happen in the same year. Oh. Well, I guess a different one. 1988. That was last year. You're getting closer, but no. <laughs> Does Terry oh. have a guess on when uh, Panama was invaded? McDonald's had their first election. Huh? 1982. No. No. Um, let's see. A smoking ban takes takes effect on all domestic flights. All this happened in the same year. That was after the 80s. I'm going to guess here on the 96. No, it would have been before that. 92. Um, 95, it was banned. 
No, what was that anyway? He said, I said 92 and he said 95. No, I was saying that I, I didn't fly between 1985 and 1995 for 10 years. I never flew somewhere in there. I know because in 95 you couldn't book no more. Uh, I don't know, 91. All right, next question. <laughs> we still got it wrong. <laughs> the uh, Academy Awards was a Billy Crystal. Driving Miss Daisy won four awards, including Best Picture. Jessica Tanzi, at age 80, becomes the oldest person to win her Oscar. So what year did Driving Miss Daisy win the Oscar? I have no idea. You guys are movie people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if I've ever seen exactly. the movie Driving Miss Daisy. Uh, 1990. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Man. 1990 was when all those events took place. Wow. I tried to pick uh, different headlines that probably we should know. I mean, I skipped stuff like, you know, when I was in Europe, I tried to go stuff to, like there wasn't no McDonald's in Russia when I was over there. Because I, I, I skipped things like Antonio Novello was sworn in as Surgeon General. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tried to pick things that we would probably have some inkling of. Yeah. Well, yeah, 1990 was when all those things happened. But I do have a whole bunch of uh, other ones here, other headlines, and a couple of other years I'm working on putting together. So sounds like That's a cool. fun addition to our random stuff. Yeah, something different. For the life of me, I can't see what makes people go to them outfits, can you? Avon Calling, take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon Calling. Hi. I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Frankly, I never dreamed you'd be a party to such a nefarious plot, Miss Brooks. For the first time in my life, I'm really angry at you. So now it's time to move on to Terry's favorite... I have a, in California, a penguin gets a pair of prosthetic shoes. 
And I didn't know penguins wore shoes. At the San Diego Zoo, penguins are given a second chance at life. It was fitted with prosthetic shoes. And let me speed, slow my speed down a little bit there. And he um come on story they didn't, they didn't put him with prosthetic flippers huh? it's a it's a it's an african penguin at the san diego zoo and i'm like an african penguin yeah, yeah. So well, i guess yeah, that's they cool. have african elephants there and so well i'm just saying that you know in Africa, you would think they wouldn't have penguins, but I guess the tip of Africa, yeah, South Africa, they would. Antarctica, so tip of South America would have some. And he was diagnosed with a condition called Bumblefoot. <laughs> yeah, I think I, you know I, I, I might have actually heard of that from going to the St. Louis Zoo years and years ago. Uh, but yeah, it can be pretty, I guess, dangerous and get infected or something. Because it's painful lesions on the flipper. It can lead to sepsis and infections and death if untreated. Death. He got prosthetic shoes made of some kind of rubber. Probably like those boat shoes are that you know you can wear swimming shoes that uh, or like the shoes, like for the guide dogs and stuff. Yeah, I, I was hoping it was going to give them like a prosthetic flipper, like a swim fin. No, <laughs> <laughs> we could dive in the water and flip his little flipper around, swim. There was a developed by the by the zoo and an animal. Oh come on, created by the zoo, partnership with animal prosthesis. They make. Artificial limbs for animals. As a four-year-old, he had a spinal infection when he was a little chicken. I mean, a little chick. Little chick. He couldn't stand up properly. He was a hunchback penguin. Aww. <laughs> Did he ring the bell at Notre Dame or something? <laughs> Quasimodo. <laughs> they tried acupuncture. Therapy. Took him to a little penguin spa, give him a mud bath, and then they got him some shoes. And they're cushioned and velcroed in place no. so he can participate in the colony. You got some Air Nikes or something going on. He's looking for a suitable mate, probably with some Air Nikes. <laughs> Hopefully, the other penguins don't make fun of him, of him like Rudolph's little friends. Rudolph, Rudolph, you got a funny flipper there, Rudolph the penguin. Lucas the, Lucas the prosthetic shoe penguin. Yeah, they wouldn't let him put do any, any penguin games. Yeah, they went foggy Christmas Eve. <laughs> That's about all the rest of that story. I got an animal story about a billy goat in Arizona. This billy goat was causing uh, mayhem in this area in Maricopa, Arizona. He was going around 
butting people's garage doors. Chewing up, chewing up garden hoses and electrical cords. Anything that people left laying out in their yard, more or less. Yeah, goats will eat anything. Yeah. Even if it's not food, they'll eat anything. And the police got him in custody and they somehow managed, I don't know how they did this, but they put handcuffs on him, makeshift handcuffs that says, and got him in custody. And then the goat went ahead and peed on the cop. Give him his thought of what was happening, I guess. <laughs> I'll show you, you cop ass. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> and hey, the goat, goat he was actually, gun. he was charged with trespassing assault, damages, Battery. and disorderly conduct. <laughs> so I don't know who's going to pay this goat's uh, lawyer fees and court well, fees. Well, you know, if he's in Illinois, he doesn't have any bail to pay. He just gets right back yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know about... This was in Arizona, so I don't know if they have... Well, yeah, they, they, they're still sane over there, I guess. <laughs> Well, it seems yeah. like uh, Jill did a story last week that I actually had on my list for today. So I got rid of that one. And Terry just did my penguin story, so <laughs> I got rid of that one. And, well, I didn't so, know you were going to do a penguin story. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I only have one story this week, then. Uh, and uh, an Iowa town has forgotten where they put their time capsule. The small northwest city of uh, Sheldon plans to make the opening of a time capsule one of the centerpieces of their 150th anniversary. But it ran into a small problem. No one is really sure where it's buried. We're trying to find instructions on exactly where it's at uh, before we just start digging, the Chamber of Commerce director says. We think we know where it is, but to dig up concrete in the park, we have such a big event going on. Uh, we're just going to postpone that until a little bit later in the year. So this, this, this event already happened, I think it was last weekend. They've already had their 150th year anniversary event. But I guess the uh, time capsule, uh, which was buried 50 years ago on their last uh, celebration, um, and, um, just over time, its exact location became a bit fuzzy. And the uh, event organizers are going to open it during the celebration, uh, featuring birthday cake, coffee, and then we're going to put new items in it and then rebury it. <laughs> hopefully, when they do that, they mark it better where it's at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, hopefully, when they have their uh, celebration this year, they'll take better notes on. Yeah. We buried it by the big oak tree underneath the, the roots by the, the swing set in the park. Yeah. But yeah, they, uh, I guess they'll find it eventually, but this won't be, you know, either dig it up the whole park. <laughs> In Pierce County, Washington, some police officers or sheriff was um, 
chasing five chickens around a vacant house. <laughs> there was a call, and the police went to this vacant house to investigate a disturbance. And when they got there, they saw a man laying there uh, by one of them, like burn barrels, like a homeless person. Yeah. And then there was feathers and chicken bones laying around. But then they found five live chickens running around. Huh. And so they called uh, for backup. They called the animal protective people to help come and wrangle them. And they continued chicken to wrangle Chase the chickens around the house. They thought they might have had to call for the homicide crew to go. <laughs> for, but the guy was not, you know, uh, he wasn't dead, but just full of chicken, I guess. <laughs> I was thinking the whole time you're telling the story there that the chickens we're getting revenge. The guy ate the chicken. They're going to eat the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to have they, a human dinner. They were, they were lunch for the for the future. <laughs> yeah. It's our future KFC, KFM for Kentucky Fried Man. <laughs> and they had video footage of one of the deputies was able to catch one without a net. You got a little chicken lasso. I get you. <laughs> Cussing net was a net was still into the, the ground. Branzing. <laughs> a net was still in the office. <laughs> uh, and so, and he's got a new skill of diving to catch a chicken. Wow. Whee! <laughs> Caught it red-handed. Got the chickens, and I'm sure they turned them loose or took them away. Had they them. had a big dinner that, that evening at the police station. Oh, they probably took them to the Chicken Humane Society or whatever. Oh, took them no, out for dinner. No, <laughs> that's not a happy ending at all. <laughs> <laughs> Starving policemen. <laughs> yeah, last week I did that story about the guy that took all the money and ran uh, uh, in Chile, I think it was. Well, this year, this week, he got caught. There was this week. There was a guy did the right thing. He got a deposit in his account from Google for mm. two hundred, almost two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I think I heard about that. Yeah. They deposited in his account, and he's not sure why he has done work for Google in the past, but he couldn't think of why what he would have done that would have got him that much money. Yeah. And he called for three weeks trying to get a hold of somebody to find out what was going on. You would think they would be calling him if there was that big of a mistake. Where'd that money go? I know we had it right here somewhere. Yeah. He's a cybersecurity well, specialist. Week, so of course, you know, three strikes in his mind. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to do the right things, and he's a security specialist. He didn't want to take the money and run. Yeah. Boy, I would have wanted to spend some of that money. That, that's good. That's reputable of him. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm trying to see if they said his name so we can give him credit for being honest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing the, a headline like that. I think it was on like Fox News. I didn't really read it or write it down or anything. Yeah. The company finally got a hold of him and they're going to take steps to correct it. Going to take him to court. You stole our money. No, I'm not trying to go. He back. was going into the bank on Friday to pay it back, but. I don't hear his name in this article. Well, if it's there, you know, he, can, he can pay it forward to a poor, destitute little podcast. Oh. We do have a donate button. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how it is to try to get a hold of companies. My goodness. We'll honor we'll that money for him. <laughs> you call and you get that recording. Press one for this, press two for that. Is there a number for, hey, you overpaid me? <laughs> I need to yeah. talk to somebody. You go to your bank and you and you put it all into your savings account where they can't take it out. <laughs> yeah, you invested in gold or something. You got gold coins laying around your house. <laughs> I didn't see no money. You didn't overpay me. <laughs> you see money right here? Commence primary ignition. They just had a story this morning on the news where there's a big company, Honda, did that. They they gave their employees uh, uh, a bonus check, and now they want their money back. And <laughs> the people have already spent it, so they're going to deduct it out of their paychecks. That's yeah. This morning, yeah. That's the way to do it, I guess. <laughs> A hundred and twenty-seven dogs attend an outdoor showing of a movie. Oh, was it Airbud? <laughs> Guess what they watched? Aristocats, Dalmatians. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> Where are all the dogs Dalmatians? And hopefully, they had a hundred and twenty-seven poop bags. Oh, no. um, but did they have Cruella DeVille like be the usher to chase them all out when the movie was over with? <laughs> and oh, this happened in Worcester, England. It must have been just before the Queen died, I guess. Oh. <laughs> and well, you know, the 101 Dalmatian movie took place in, in England, I think. Yeah, I think so. Sure. It doesn't say much. Rachel, she she organized the event. Worcester, England. It just repeats the same stuff. World record dog watching a movie. Another one, Joe? No, I don't have any more. I just did two. How about a bonus one, Terry? I know you have one. A Philadelphia woman catches a raccoon lounging in her hammock on her porch. 
Did you do that one? I thought I heard this. Well, that, that sounds familiar, but I don't think we did that one. No. <laughs> she looked out the window and caught the raccoon in the th hammock. She grabbed her phone, started filming. And she just lounged around, sipping on some lemonade. Sarah McNulty was her name. <laughs> in the fish town section of Philadelphia. Maybe it was looking for some fish. Yeah. And <coughs> she yeah. said, excuse me? Who taught that raccoon on my back porch how to use a hammock? <laughs> uh, yeah. And she said, up the rays. She kind of let it stay in the hammock all night. <laughs> stayed in the hammock all night. It must have been a comfortable yeah. place to sleep. Yeah. Maybe it was an illegal immigrant in Philadelphia, the sanctuary city. So she was helping it out. Yeah. <laughs> Providing some needed services. <laughs>
Well, this word means you're a bad poet. I guess you don't know how to rhyme. Yeah, so you don't want to have a job at a greeting card company. Now, not with more of those rancid rondos, I trust. Have you heard, said the skate to the bait, you'll have to wait? <laughs> no, I don't think I have. I took her into the SHA and tried to get her alone. <laughs> heard of that one either. Mother knew she was getting the policeman's goat when she saw him reach for his billy. Now wait. <laughs> the next word is horse doctor. <laughs> which isn't a veterinarian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I guess if you doctor the horses, you better be a good horse doctor. But yeah, generally, if you're kind of a quack, they kind of slap that label on you. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We've always heard of the quack, but it's, I guess that's a lot of people maybe called a horse doctor. If you go to your physician, don't, you don't like their treatment, you horse doctor claiming yeah. that they only should be working on animals or something. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that instead of people. But the next word is Pat, sir. What? It's P-A-T-Z-E-R. Pat Zer. It's a preacher. Yeah, you're you're a really bad preacher uh, who stumbles over words, and you're a bad pastor, Pat Zer. (laughs) No. I think we've Nothing had this like word that. before, but I'm not real sure. Or, or maybe it has to do with, with pizza. And you make really lousy pizza, so then you're a patzer. <laughs> well. <laughs> this word here means that you are a bad chess player. Oh. Wow, I would have never guessed from the word. Patser. I guess that would be that. I'm a, I'm a patser. I, I, I can play chess, but I never claim to be very good at it. Yeah. The next word is botcher. If you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate. B-O-T-C-H-E-R. B. L A B O T C H E R. Wow. wow, you're bad at dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you botched up your your dodgeball skills or something. Yeah, that could be just about anything if you botch up something, huh? Maybe you flunked that class, and maybe now you find that people mock you on the But this here, it says, if you're a bad writer, you're a botcher. Oh. So if you want to set to be a novelist and your novels are just dumb or poorly written. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of those publishing companies get a lot of botcher stories. (laughs) Hmm. 
Okay, the next word is. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Palooka. Hold on, I gotta hear it again. You Palooka? You Palooka. That There used to be a cartoon strip a long time ago, Joe Palooka. Um, I don't know what the cartoon strip was about, but I remember the, the name of it. Huh. But it has, it has to do with like you're a doofus or something. You Palooka. Um, Maybe he was with the bazooka bubblegum. Palooka. Yeah. That's, that's Joe Bazooka. <laughs> I betcha the article or the cartoon strip was about. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, we got a bad a boxer. Oh, bad boxer. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was a cartoon strip, but I didn't, I can't, I can't remember what it was about. Rocky was not a bad boxer, but whoever he boxed against was a palooka. Yeah. I didn't never heard I've never heard that word before. You, you hear it sometimes if you watch old movies, it'll come up. Huh. Well, our next word is to learn some grammar. What? Now did I stammer? Work on that grammar. You should know it's throttle bottom. Throttle bottom? Yep. It's like when you pinch off your fart, I guess. <laughs> I got one coming. I got one coming. Ugh, throttling. Where's the bathroom? Quick. <laughs> wow. I can't even guess. Throttle bottom. Throttle bottom. You're a bad pathologist. Uh -huh. Thank you. Thank um, you. Wow. Well, you guys aren't getting it right this time. <laughs> I guess not. It's like for a few a throttle bottom is a bad politic politician. A bad politician? Yep, somebody that's bad in public office, it says. Wow, so Joe Biden is a throttle bottom? Yeah. <laughs> Man, you don't see that in the newspapers. Yeah. That's a funny one, though. Our next word is... Jehu, I think it's J E H U. Jehu, maybe? I don't know. Jehu. I don't know. It sounds like a Bible name. Yeah, it actually says it's a Bible name. The Jehu is actually. He was one of the bad kings of Israel, I think. Uh, He's kind of a ne'er-do-well, you might say. Oh. He was a king in the Bible, but it says something that he did in the Bible, I guess, which I didn't know they did. I mean, you would I think, I think he's would... the one who was appointed by whatever prophet was there to kill uh, uh, Ahab. And then he, whenever he took over the kingdom, he was just as bad of a Yehu <laughs> until he oh, yeah. got overthrown. According to this, what I'm hearing, you'll have to look at 2 Kings 9, and it says something about him being a bad driver of his chariot, I guess. Oh. 
Yeah, he, driving he, fast and swerving. There is that. He was, they were like, who is that coming? Well, from the way he's driving his chariot, it must be Yehu. Like I could care less. That means you do care. Because he must have been like a you know, wild and crazy driver. Yeah. So yeah, how, how how do you say that word? J e h u j who j yehu. I, I, I tend to say yehu, but it's probably yeah. jehu or something. So yeah, I Yahoo. just just like with the Spanish. I mean, it could be a different <laughs> sound with the J. Um. You better slow down, and you the right throw down. Show the world you're no clown. The next word is critic caster. Critic caster. I'm a critic and I cast my bad ideas all over everybody. As a critic of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> the pod, podcast critic. Well, it is a bad critic. I kind of gave it away there with the critic caster. I think it said something about the A S T E R at the end of these words means like you're bad at what you do oh. mm-hmm. okay there's uh two more words philogaster philogaster yeah you're bad at filling up gas tanks <laughs> Let's see what this is. Oh, you disaster at it. (laughs) Well, no, it doesn't mean. Not even. No, it means an incompetent. I can't even say it again. Philologist. As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? Philologist. I don't know what a philologist is. Philologist is. Well, Phil, like philosopher, is a lover of something. An ology or ologist means you study something like a biologist studies biology. So you're bad at studying your fellow man. You're Maybe bad at, you're, <laughs> you're not bad at studying. I could have figured things out. <laughs> I want to be a philanthropist, which means yeah, I love humanity, but I'm bad at it. I'm a I'm a philologist or whatever that was. And our last word is okay. Now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always dangling. No X in espresso. Your participles dangling. Plater. P-L-A-T-E-R. Oh, it's like when you like put a copper plating on something or chrome plating. You're bad. You're bad at it putting the, you know, the plating on metal. Bad at putting things on a plate. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you see, you you work in the kitchen and you dish out the food to your customers in the restaurant, but you always miss the plate and put it on their lap. Ah, oh, you plater. <laughs> well. This word means. But I don't want your drum. If you really want, leave out that Oxford comp. Just keep a mind and be We have to cover animals in the hair too. So this word means a bad racehorse. Oh. Evidently, huh. he's the one that loses all the time. <laughs> the one that comes in last, huh? Yeah. Not the champion one, the plater one. Yeah.
And that's all my words for the week. Yeah, that's uh, strange. Go back to preschool. Get out of the gene pool. Yeah, you talked about the ending with Aster. I mean, what that would come from is the word disaster, which ah. in that case, Aster means it refers to a star. And a dis means it's a bad star. So if, if you have a disaster, it was, it's a bad omen from the stars, basically. That's kind of, maybe, I, I'm guessing. What, what yeah, maybe. Anyway. Yeah. Interesting word, something different for change. Yeah. And made us look a couple of fools, didn't he? The old fleet will be laughing at us. So with all that, Terry's been kind yes. of quiet. He, he must be looking up his... Uh, he must be looking for his top ten list. Top ten. <laughs> oh, <pop> hmm. <laughs> Bye, Terry. He has lots of stuff. Okay, I'm going to wheel for you. How to make yourself a better person in minutes a day. Minutes a day. Just in minutes a day. Yep. Number 10. Listening to music. Oh, yeah. The music soothes the savage beast. Yeah. Improve many aspects of your well-being. well being. I, I often put on some uh, instrumental type music on my uh, computer while I'm doing computer work. Just for 10 minutes, 10 to 30 minutes a day, <laughs> help change and alter your mood. It's also good if you're falling asleep. You you get a playlist. You don't want to go for more than an hour. Put on some easy listening music and you doze off. I don't need no help with that. <laughs> you just have lunch and you fall. A <laughs> <laughs> bologna sandwich will put me out. Anything will put me out. Uh, number nine. Sixty minutes of game time oh. can help. Right. I haven't played games much lately. Maybe I should try that. They're referring to board games with your oh. children. Monopoly, checkers, shoots yeah. and ladders. Not video games. Yeah. A little bit of park cheating. <laughs> it can improve their IQs. And uh, what if you want to play part cheesy on your computer? <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Me, me. Reading. Oh, yeah. I like reading. Well, what is 
I'll read, read lots of stuff. Yep. I got books on my Bard app. I got other things I read. I'm always reading stuff off the internet. Lots of reading. Yep. It says it can make you live two years longer. Oh. The more you read. Huh. I think I might, I might have read 10 years worth by now. Number it seven. teaches you all the good things to eat to make you live longer. Exercise. Reading. And number seven. Writing. Writing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't do as much of that as I used to because my fingers don't like to cooperate. R writing about your past trauma uh, can help you improve your healing. Yeah, yeah a little bit of journaling, you know, write down what's bothering you. Mm -hmm. This is what happened yesterday. Can you believe it? <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, number number six. You can't get your Ten minutes of exercise every day. No, don't think that. <laughs> Over one hundred thousand deaths. No, not that one. I'm going to have to start exercising, but I got to get make my foot get a little bit better. <laughs> Some of my lists aren't very funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was that was agony. That top, top, yeah. top ten, but number. Let's see. Um, if everybody's in their house exercising, then they're not in their cars running over everybody. <laughs> yeah. Safe driving is number whatever that was. Huh? Number five is. Ten minutes of meditation oh. and improve memory and concentration. I need to do that one. <laughs> Meditate. <coughs> Meditating. Yeah, you kind but of when you meditate, you clear your mind. How is that supposed to help you remember stuff? Remember. Don't remember. It ain't working. Relaxation techniques. Uh, think about nothing. Uh, okay. Uh, number four. I think they make sure concentration, concentrate, concentrate. Oh, number four, cutting 20 minutes of Facebook a day. <laughs> well, I do a lot of non Facebooking. Can improve your well being. I usually oh. hop on there long to look at some notifications, check the top of my timeline, and I'm gone. <laughs> my wife I tell her not to believe everything she reads on Facebook even if she wrote it <laughs> <laughs> don't believe everything you see on Facebook it's not real yes, it I, don't, is. I don't get very involved there at all and <laughs> Facebook is an addiction not for me I can leave it number three <laughs> Playing 3D games for 
more than 30 minutes can improve improve and reduce risks of dementia dementia uh, so what is a 3d game yeah that's what i was gonna ask it didn't give any uh like 3d uh, chess where they have like three layers of chess boards well, I used to play that a little bit years ago. I don't know, a Rubik's Cube, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, know. that would make some sense. Puzzle game like that. Like, huh. maybe like, like, yeah, like Jigsaw, <coughs> maybe. We had the golf pegs and golf tees in the thing, and you try to see how many you can end up with after jumping over them. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, those would be kind of mental stimulation. I like that one too. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Even us blind people can play that one. <laughs> Maybe Chinese checkers. Uh, yeah. That's more difficult. But um, let's see. Where was that? This one has nothing to do with number two. But okay. Yeah. No, that's what I was thinking. We our number two. I was trying to you, you, take you, a healthy number two is you visit daily. the bathroom and you concentrate for ten minutes while you're working. <laughs> And number two, meditation. Again, you said meditation. Meditate. How is this meditation different than other meditation? Maybe it's medicate. Medicate. <laughs> it can improve your, and then, and also your immune system. I, Somewhere my note got chopped off there or something, but meditation, uh, constipation, uh, meditation. You meditate on your constipate. There you go. Uh, while you wait. <laughs> meditate while you wait. <laughs> Imagine that. Number one. Thirty minutes or more a day of playing Super Mario Brothers sixty four increases your gray matter in your brain. Specifically, oh. Mario sixty four. It huh? has to be that game. No other game will do. Yeah, yeah. But not Galaga. Not. Uh, it'll make you smarter. Some games you play make you stupider. Huh. But that one supposedly improves your gray matter, whatever that is. I thought your brain was all gray. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's gray and white matter. I think the white matter is the inner part and the gray is the outer part. The part. Something like that. Huh. The surface area is where you get all of your I think, neuron endings and your thinking ability. But it has to be that game. None other one. Not even Pac-Man. Huh? Oh, <laughs> oh, I think that list was sponsored by Nintendo. And yeah, it must have been. Had <laughs> <laughs> meditate on it twice. How are we done, man? Well, 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 make sure you get it done. I'm a roller, baby. I'm a roller. 
Well, that was a, another quick list to run through, which is fine. Quick is good. And here it comes. Commands of Christ, presented by Nathan Caldwell. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust does corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Check, let's check our motivations. Where do we want our treasures to be? Because a lot of times people will do things, but they'll do them for the wrong, they'll do good things, but they'll be doing it for the wrong reason. And sorry, that's not gonna work with God. You want, if you do something because you want praise, well, guess where your reward's gonna be? It's gonna be right here. But if you do something because you want God to reward it and God to be blessed, well, there you go. There you're laying up treasures in heaven. That was Commands of Christ, presented by Nathan Caldwell. Life-truth.com He's as pure as six and a half feet of snow. Oh. Yeah, we got to throw our anchor off the little boat here. Um, and yeah, what is our topic of anchors today? Yeah, this week is on the topic of computers. I really don't have a lot to say about computers. I mean, there's a lot to say about computers, but I don't have a lot, actually. I, I did update my iPhone finally to, what was it, 16, version 16? It's, yeah. it's a little different. I mean, I, I can tell the the screen behaves a little differently and your notification Is really slow? Hmm? Like you flick and it goes click, and then you flick and click and flick and click. I haven't really noticed that. I noticed the app store is a little bit weird because it used to be you'd swipe through uh, app name, swipe update, swipe app name, swipe update. But now they add an extra line in there where it's, it adds app name, update, and add description. So there's, there's some little nuanced things like that. that they I haven't have. been in there yet to the app store. I don't know. Well, if you I have, you probably have either. 100 apps to download. <laughs> I've already downloaded them all. <laughs> You've been to the app store. Did you know? I, I ran across this though. If you go into the app store and you go to the bottom, I ran across in there somewhere they do have a filter for voice over compatible apps. All right. Huh. Yeah. Now that was before the iOS 16 update. You, know, I ran across that. I'm sure it's probably still there, but we're I didn't want to bone out. But I, I saw that. I'm pretty sure I saw that in there. I could check it. Yeah. My phone's been awful quiet. 9.53 a.m. Don't say nothing about your phone. It'll start ringing. Absolutely. Yeah, well, when it comes to... Uh, Computers, I mean, there is just so much ground to cover. Uh, it can be kind of difficult to really pin it down. At the bottom, we have search. Okay, one item, tab, four or five apps, tab, three or five games, tab, two or five, selected, today, tab, in-app purchases, get, Pokemon Go. Discover Pokemon worldwide. I guess. Tab bar, search, tab, five or five. Let me go into search and see. Maybe it's in the search and then you go to the bottom. 
Okay, one item, tab, four or five. Selected, search, selected, search. Okay, one item, apps, tab, games, tab, today, tab, in-app purchases. Mm. Get Subway Surfers, join, redownload, but tiles, hop, EDM, rush, music, ball, camp, in-app purchases. Get. Oh, I thought it was down there. I don't know where I saw that at. I could have swore I saw that in, in the app mm. store. Because I was looking for I was looking for some apps that were compatible with voiceover. Right. You know, I, I guess to kind of because we talked about iPhone stuff the last week or two, maybe to kind of add to that or move away from that a little bit. Right. Just say you know, Terry and I were talking the other day about uh, uh, cloud space, about like dro- having Dropbox as as opposed to Google Drive, as opposed to OneDrive. They're all cloud space storage. Uh, they all have a free uh, amount of space. Dropbox has the lease. It's only like two gigabytes. Uh, I, I've added a little bit to mine. I have, I think, up to about five or so. But uh, the free space you get from Google or OneDrive is about 15 gig. So you can uh, get a little more storage for free. They all, if you upgrade to roughly a terabyte or two terabytes of space, it'll run you about hundred bucks a year, roughly about nine, nine, ten bucks a month, something like that. Um, but uh, some of the nuances there is that when you upgrade to that level where you're paying that much money, if all you're worried about is the space, well, pick the one you like best. But if, if it'll help, they all come with a productivity suite. You know, of course, OneDrive is Microsoft. So you get uh, Microsoft 365. So you get a full uh, office productivity with Microsoft Word, Excel, uh, Access, and all those products. And as long as you keep it up to date, you have access to those products and all the updates, which that one there makes it my would make it my preferred one if I was going to invest money into. Uh, on the other end of the scale, Dropbox, they have productivity, but it's really sucky when it comes to accessibility. Uh, I, I wouldn't even, it, it wouldn't even be worth it uh, to do that. But uh, Google Drive, of course, at least their word processor with Google Docs is more or less usable. I don't like it so much, but it is usable. Uh, but there are other stuff. They have their spreadsheet and the PowerPoint version. I I don't even know. They're, they're not particularly accessible at all. Uh, so I would kind of you know write that in the middle. But anyway, I just wanted to say a word about um, you know, online cloud storage and, you know, the benefit yeah, our doing, podcast it, isn't sponsored by any of those no it's not <laughs> um but uh the advantage there is you get a lot of space so if your computer only has like 128 mega or gigabyte drive or 256 gigabyte drive you can actually use that cloud space as a, a remote backup disk which is really the, the benefit to having it if somebody wants to swipe your computer or they or was to get burned up on a fire uh, by, by having the cloud space, you have all your stuff. 
anyway, and that's all I wanted to say about that. And there's, oh man. You guys have any more <laughs> thoughts on the computery topic? I have no thoughts on computers. All right. Well, he's so cute. He even comes when I call him. Uh, we do have an email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? I almost didn't want to read it because it sounds awfully fake to me. But it goes like this. Uh, hello there, Terry, Keith, and Jill. My uncle is a comedian who sometimes works on cruise ships. I don't know how true uh, this story is, but it was told to him by a friend who was a magician. Let's just call him Merlin. So one day Merlin was working on a cruise ship. And since the audience was different each week, Merlin did the same tricks over and over again. There was only one problem. The captain's parrot saw the shows each week and began to understand how Merlin did every trick. Once he understood, he would start shouting in the middle of the show. Look, it's not the same hat. Or look, he's hiding flowers under the table. Or hey, why are all the cards aces? <laughs> Merlin was furious, but he couldn't do anything about it. After all, it was the captain's parrot. One stormy night on the Pacific, the ship unfortunately sank. Merlin found himself on a piece of wood floating in the middle of the sea, and as fate would have it, he was with the parrot. They stared at each other with it hatred, and did not utter a single syllable to each other. This went on for a day, then two, then three days. Finally, the parrot couldn't hold back anymore and said, okay, I give up. What you do with the ship? <laughs> Hope it makes it on the show. From Barney Bailey. <laughs> Yeah, sounds kind of fake to me, but that's what we get. Disappeared. <laughs> they hit an iceberg. Yeah. Well, it was a stormy night. I don't know what happened. Anyway, there's our email. So if anyone has any funnier emails or real emails, <laughs> <laughs> send them to us. We'll read them on the show. Have a classic family funny story or whatever you one of those talents or Askins. So then bring him anyway. That means it's time to move on to oh. final thoughts. Yeah. Same. Uh, I I think it's funny when people get into a fight on Facebook and they change their status from married to single. <laughs> I, get in, I get into a fight with my parents. I don't change my status to orphan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be bad. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Hmm. 
I've been busy today. I've been doing mechanics work. I put a rear end in a recliner. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, you know, I, I know we're early on. We said tomorrow's the first day of fall, but so this, this is joke is kind of out of season. Spring is here. I got so excited, I wet my plants. <laughs> <laughs> We don't ever grow up. We just learn how to act in public. <laughs> I don't curse. I speak fluent trucker with a sailor dialect and a construction accent. Yeah, and Terry knows all of the army words. <laughs> On top of all those. Uh, I was just thinking, my mouth waters when I smell steak cooking. I wonder if the same thing happens when a vegan mows their lawn. <laughs> That's funny. In the words of the great late Steve Irwin, crocodiles are easy. They try to kill you, eat you. People are harder. They pretend to be your friends first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Just watch out for them stingrays. Those people who like our podcast are happier, smarter, and better looking, according to a study I made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, today is National Pizza Day, and I could tell a joke about pizza, but it's a little cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> At my job interview, they asked me, what do you do, what do I make at my current job? I told them, um, mostly mistakes and inappropriate comments. <laughs> yeah, that's par for the course. <sighs> well, I tried cooking with wine last night. <laughs> but after five classes, I forgot why I was in the kitchen. <laughs> why can you never hide while you're wearing polka dots? Because you'll always be spotted. Out <laughs> <laughs> of my... Out of all my body parts, my eyes are in the best shape. I do 325 eye rolls a day. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, don't trust atoms. They make up everything. <laughs> I don't have any more. 
Jill don't yeah. have. Oh, I actually do have one more. One more. We're all joked out. We've lost our foot. Almost. I got one more here. Do you know what DNA stands for? National Dyslexic Association. Oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, that's a wonderful idea. That's all I got. <laughs> now I have to go hunt, hunt for some more next week. Yeah. Well, that's where we like to wrap it all up here and come to the closing of the show and say, hey, everybody, this is your Keith saying, signing off. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Uh, well, if we could talk, you could leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast directory for your podcast app on your phone. Uh, if you don't know how to do all that, visit our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. Send us an email, a comment on any of the show notes. You can even listen right there on the webpage with the inline player. And with all that said, tune in next week. We'll hear, we'll hear Terry say, ah, good coffee. Terry <laughs> <laughs> says, shut up, dogs. <laughs> dogs. <laughs>